Hello and welcome to this new episode. In today's episode, I am gonna give you a big old life update and just tell you what I've been up to, how I've been feeling, what has been hard, how work is going, everything like that. I feel like I've not actually done a personal life update for so long on this podcast, so why not do it today? I really hope your day, week, month is going well and I also really hope that you enjoy this episode of me probably just talking too much, but hey, I'm really in the mood for a chat. Now, I'm recording this on the 15th of July and summer is finally here in the UK. I absolutely love summer, it's my favourite time of year and I always just feel like I'm kind of the best version of myself in summer. I don't know why and I don't know what it does to me, maybe it's the vitamin D, but my mental health improves in summer so I can deal with stresses and worries more. Things don't seem as bad in summer, I feel hopeful, my physical health seems to improve and also things like my sleep or my skin or just my general mood. It's just my time of year and I feel like I, I don't know, I'm just more myself in summer so I'm really really enjoying this beautiful weather we're having at the moment. And as for other nice little bits, I have been playing a lot of Red Dead Redemption 2, the video game. Absolutely love it. I've played it like three times before this, but I just can't get enough. It is my favourite game and I love just riding around on my horse, looting people's houses, but also trying to be a good citizen. If you don't know what I'm talking about, Red Dead is like a cowboy game, but it has so many little stories within it and you can just forage for vegetables and herbs and flowers and it's the most amazing full um just huge game to be a part of it's like this whole world that you can go explore pretty much freely so when I'm not outside I've really been enjoying playing that and it's just I don't know it's so calming for me I've also really been enjoying listening to the Secret Life of Prisons podcast. It's a UK-based podcast and I actually don't think they've made an episode in quite a few years but it's all about prison in the UK and the people that are on the podcast and the people that make it either work in prisons or have been in prison as an inmate. There's some really interesting perspectives on there and to me it's just kind of a nice accompaniment to me cooking or you know, if I'm doing a bit of admin, I'll pop the podcast on. And I found it really interesting. It may sound silly, but another thing that's really made me happy has been hanging my washing outside and having it smell like the sun. I don't know what it is. Maybe it's that I'm reaching the age where you find this kind of thing, I don't know, satisfying and, and lovely. But the smell of clothes that have dried in the sun is just delicious. And since nice weather in the UK is so rare I'm just trying to make the most of it in every single way including doing my washing. Another thing that has brought me loads of joy that might seem really mundane is just water in my hanging basket and my window box and my little pots every day. Obviously I'm talking about my outside plants not my indoor plants but when it gets cool I water them all make sure they're all all right and it's just nice to have that routine because When I do that, it's when the day's over and I don't know, I love these little changes of routine that can stay for a few months and it makes me feel grounded. However cheesy that sounds, I just love watering my plants every day. Now, talking of watering plants, my dad recently went on holiday and he's back now, but while he was away, I looked after his greenhouse. So 
I did a bit of weeding and watering and things like that and it was really nice to incorporate that into my daily routine for a week especially because now is a time when we can harvest vegetables and fruit so the past few weeks from the greenhouse I've had tomatoes, cucumbers, um, basil, chilies, which were surprisingly hot and then outside we've got loads of courgettes, broccoli, beans, raspberries, strawberries, a whole selection and everything just tastes so delicious. Obviously it's one thing tending to a garden and taking care of it but the fact that you can take care of it and then a few months later you have actual food to eat and it tastes really good is like the most satisfying process so that's a lovely thing at the moment being able to eat fresh vegetables and fruit from the garden and make dinner with them every day is it's really lovely and really wholesome too while we're on the subject of nature as well I thought I'd mention that I've really been trying to spend more time walking so even if like for example today I've been inside all day working but after I finish recording this podcast I'll take a walk to Tesco which is about 20 minutes there 20 minutes back and I'll just have a little walk around Tesco and at least I've got out the house and stretched my legs and just spent some time off you know social media my phone emails all of that stuff. I know that walking won't change everything and won't you know make really hard times better but for me because I'm already feeling pretty good when I go for a walk to clear my head it just makes a massive difference um, at the moment for me so that's the thing I've been kind of trying to make a conscious effort to do more of. I found like the expectation of a step count and everything a bit too much to stick to so for me it's just like getting out it doesn't matter how long I walk or how far or if I'm not in the mood just getting out just for a little bit even if it's around the block and yeah that, that's something I've actually really been enjoying the past few weeks. In fact last week I had a really nice little walk to the park and it's only around the corner like five minutes walk and I got a blanket, got my water, I was half under a tree in the shade and then half in the sun and I was that cosy. I just fell asleep for a bit which obviously I don't recommend if you know you're somewhere that's not safe but if you are safe and you can be safe and you can have a little nap, oh, I love a nap in nature. And because the town I'm in is so small, it is really quiet, so I was able to do that. And I just thought while I was here, actually, and I just mentioned reading, I'll just talk to you about the last mm, five or so books that I've read. I've been making a really big effort to read when I've got some free time because it makes me really happy, but sometimes... I don't know, I convinced myself I've not got time or I'm too tired, but at the minute I'm like, no, just read, even if it's five minutes a day, because it is a huge part of my life and something that benefits my brain and my mental health, so I'm really putting energy into reading at the minute. The last book I read was Giovanni's Room by James Baldwin, and I gave that five stars. It's about a group of people in Paris and their relationships, mainly centred around this guy called David, and it focuses a lot on sexuality, and it was actually written in the 50s, so way ahead of its time. Um, I think it was actually a banned book at one point because it contained, like, gay content in a time where that wasn't a thing that, that you know, 
ridiculous people found acceptable. So I've been putting off reading this book for years because, and this is my fault and my mistake, I mistakenly judged it. I thought it was written in the 50s and it's going to be old and not relevant and not my kind of thing. I know that's silly and I know that I shouldn't dismiss things that are based on age, but sometimes I do and I need to get over it. But this book could have been written this year. It's incredibly, incredibly full of drama and life and each line is so beautifully written and it's so poetic and I do really recommend Giovanni's Room. The book before that that I read was The Couple at Number Nine and I only actually gave this two stars because I really didn't enjoy it. I think it was only written a few years ago and god it just wasn't for me. It's kind of like a modern thrillery thing but it just didn't, I don't know, it didn't hold me and I felt like oh god I can't wait to finish this book which is not a good feeling to have when you read him. Prior to that I read I Know This Much Is True by Wally Lamb. I really hope I'm, I'm remembering everyone's names correctly. I gave this four stars. It was a fictional story about a guy who had a twin or has a twin brother who had schizophrenia and this was a very touching book, an amazing story. It just lost me at some points. It is a massive book, 900 pages, I think. So it would be hard to stay engaged for 900 pages, but I still thought it was amazing. In fact, I think I actually put 4.5 stars on Goodreads, but you can't do half stars, but it, it was still amazing. So just before that, I read, unfortunately, It Was Paradise, which is a collection of poems by Mahmoud Darwish. Mahmoud writes about Palestine and this was a very painful collection of poems but there's loads of beauty in there too and for me I've never really read that many poems so I really like reading them because it's something new and different. Before that I read Young Mungo by Douglas Stewart. I gave this five stars because it is an amazing story. It's about a little boy in Scotland and that also deals with sexuality and a kind of family drama and yeah absolutely beautiful beautiful book but so heartbreaking so sad I love young Mungo and then before that I read the library which I gave three stars I really liked the library it was just a light-hearted book about a town and a library and some kind of unexpected friends and I would call it a holiday read something light and airy but nothing too life-changing. So another thing I wanted to mention in this update is I recently had my first volunteering session at the local food bank so that was on Tuesday, it's Friday now and I'll also be attending on Tuesday next week as well. I wanted to volunteer because my work only takes up a certain amount of days a week and the food bank um, distribution is only around the corner from my house and I'm really into and passionate about volunteering and doing things for free with my own time so that's why I decided to volunteer there. Obviously I've only had one session which was a kind of induction but everyone there is amazing. The lady Margaret who runs it has run the food bank in the town for I think 11 years which is amazing and it's really heartbreaking that anywhere needs a food bank and people need to use a food bank 
But the fact is, this is the reality of this really unpleasant country and it breaks my heart to think people have to struggle in that way. I feel very lucky that I've never had to use a food bank but there are many people who aren't that lucky and I think me volunteering is the least I can do in this situation since I have that free time. I've also signed up to help at the library. They have this volunteering service where you'll call people up who are housebound or vulnerable and just talk to them about books a few times a month. So I can definitely talk about books, as you've heard. And I'm always up for a chat, so hopefully I'll hear back from them soon. But I'm, I'm really glad to have these things in my life. And it's the kind of thing that I need to keep, you know, to keep, to keep me going and just to keep myself occupied and doing things that I'm passionate about, really. Now I just wanted to briefly touch on work because I've had a big change with my work recently in that I'm actually working with someone else to stay organised and motivated in mostly the social media side of my work. So weirdly I found out a girl that I was friends with at school and have been friends with for so long was helping people with their social media and I thought Do you know what I got stuck in a rut a few months ago and I just really needed some guidance with it and just needed someone to kind of encourage me because I became really self-conscious and obviously that affects what I do because it relies on social media. So thanks to my friend Holly and now someone I suppose I could call a colleague of some kind, um, I'm feeling way more on top of things, I've got a schedule, I can manage my time better and what I love is it's not focused on likes or you know, engagement or anything like that. It's focused on consistency and also building my confidence back on social media, which I know sounds a bit ridiculous, a first world problem, I know. But like I say, since it affects my, you know, work and shop and life, it's something that I really wanted to get my confidence back with. So that has been a a really positive thing for me the past few months. It's so nice to actually have a schedule and a plan every week and my brain needs plans and goals so it's no longer a thing that I I stay up about and at night and worry and overthink so yeah that's a really really great thing. Now there has been some sort of downsides to business and small business stuff at the moment. Some of you may know but now has been basically one of the hardest times for my business and for other small businesses. Obviously there's a financial crisis here in the UK and also elsewhere. In other parts of the world there's just crisis everywhere and of course this trickles down and does affect um, people spending and interaction with small businesses and local businesses too. At the moment it is a hard time and I do worry about the future a lot and the future of my business and I just want it to stay open so I can keep making stuff to hopefully make people happy and keep creating this kind of, I don't know, feeling of community that I've had for so long now and that I'm so grateful for. So yeah, I know people don't have the money to support small businesses, but I just hope that the other kind of avenues of support will continue and that everyone will recover, not just small businesses, obviously. I don't want anyone to be struggling with money or in any, in any sense at all. I know you might think that it's pretty selfish me talking about this stuff because it is like the littlest problem, you know, if you think about 
all the chaos in the world. But I did want to mention it just to be completely honest because it's a really hard time and, you know, if you can support the people that you love um, or if you love their work or if there's something you can do, if you can go down your high street and spend a bit of money in a small shop, I think right now it really does mean more than ever. But I also know how that is just not possible for so many people right now. It's a really, really tough time. I think as well, while we're talking about tough times, I did actually want to mention something quite personal. So yesterday I had a smear test and the smear test absolutely terrifies me for a number of reasons, but I just find them incredibly difficult. Yesterday's smear test was done as a follow-up to one that I had last year. So the one last year came back as positive for HPV and I hear no one talk about it, so I'm going to say it. It's more common than you might think. It is very scary when you Google things, but then also if you do the right research, you can find the true information and yeah, I wanted to mention that here because if you also have that, then you're not alone. I understand. Now, I'm not going to say the smear test was nice, but it is done that is my follow-up. Hopefully the HPV cells have gone, but it's really important that if you have a cervix, you are going to smear tests. And I know they're horrible. I know that, you know, I'm not going to sugarcoat it. It's not exactly enjoyable, but there are ways of receiving support and just making sure that you're clued up and you know what's going on for your own mental health, really. After opening up to a lovely friend, Elizabeth, about this, Um, you know smear tests and the HPV cells and all that she actually sent me this um, organisation so the organisation is the Eve Appeal so they raise awareness for gynaecological cancers that is womb, cancer, ovarian cancer, cervical, vulval and vaginal and they just have loads of information on their website about all those issues and tips for cervical screening appointments, also known as smear tests. The information on their website really helped me and you can also talk to them. So they've got this nurse-led service called Ask Eve and if you have any questions about anything they can reassure you and clear things up. I know this is a bit of a different subject to normal but it's something that's happened in my life. I managed the appointment and I just thought, do you know what, I'm going to mention it because if one person hears this and goes gets their smear test and is brave and gets through it then I'll be happy or even if you just read a bit about a smear test um, and find out a bit more then yeah I'll be chuffed. Apart from that I have been pretty good mentally that was like a big kind of lump in the road. A lump in the road? Like a fork in the road? No it was just a big you know car crash in the road of my life where I was like dreading it and I did it. My boyfriend bought me flowers and some biscuits afterwards which made me really happy. The flowers are roses and then these white flowers which kind of look like lupins and they smell gorgeous. So to be honest that kind of turned my day into a positive at the end so I I was I was really happy with that. And since I'm talking about the flowers and how happy they made I thought just to end this I would tell you the things I'm looking forward to at the moment which right now is quite a lot which makes me really happy because I don't know it's nice it's nice to have these little little snippets of like joy to really look forward to 
so I'm looking forward to what do I pick first I'm gonna make a fake Nando's for dinner tonight so I'm gonna do some chicken and put some of the Nando's spice on it and then I'm gonna make some chips just frozen chips and put some Nando's mayo on the plate and then have some coleslaw and cannot wait to eat that maybe even garlic bread as well so tomorrow I go to the wedding of a childhood friend who I have known since I was super little and it'll be really weird because I'll see loads of people that I've not seen in like years and years but it's also going to be really nice and amazing because they are such an amazing couple and I just can't wait to celebrate their love with them. On Sunday I'm having breakfast or brunch rather with my best friend which should be really nice and at the end of the month I'm taking my mum to Pride in Hull. My mum's never been to a Pride celebration so I'm really excited for that and then on Tuesday like I mentioned I have volunteering. There's also some work plans that I'm really excited about. I put together a writing course so I'm just finishing that up now and I'm also planning some creative courses to do in a prison in London um, with the inmates that are there at the moment. So that's exciting too although I'm a long way from there yet. I have to apply to funding and do all these admin things but yeah exciting. I'm really excited to just create more because since organising my social media stuff and getting on top of that I feel like I'm really excited to create and I'm back creating as myself organically and honestly so that makes me super happy and last thing I'm excited to record more podcast episodes I'm really enjoying them at the moment so I think that's a perfect ending to this podcast I love recording this and I hope you enjoyed listening Um, and if you did just send me a little email because it makes me so 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 happy when people email me like hi just listened to the podcast I really liked it I don't know it makes me feel like someone's out there listening to me and it's so lovely to connect with you in that way anyway that's all for now love you loads and thank you so so much for listening to this life update